Listen in Fridays to the new feature Times Like This on Aro City Radio in partnership with Luxembourg Times. David, good morning. Good morning, Sam. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. Uh, let's jump right into it because there's a lot to talk about. Uh, an interesting story about, uh, well, let's we'll start with coronavirus because it's the big story. Oh, <laughs> let's always. talk about coronavirus. As always. Uh, the, headline, the headline is only a fraction of people are to get the vaccine by the end of March. Now, I think we kind of expected that there wouldn't be mass vaccinations at this stage, but possibly more than that. Mm, we did not, but uh, I was wondering, well, how much? Because when the first numbers came out, um, I thought something, uh, I thought it said something that they would inject 1,200 people with mm -hmm. the first batch. And I thought, well, hang on, that's very low. Uh, so we asked the government, uh, we asked the health ministry, and the numbers they came back with was that only 36,000 people would get the injection by the end of March. That's 6% of the population. That's much lower than, than I had thought. I'd never, I don't know if there have been any forecasts, but it's a very low number. I mean, 6% by then is just a fraction of the population. And, and who, is the, who are those 36,000 people? Like, I assume it's nurses, doctors. It's people nurses, the doctors. That, that's the people that they have started with. I don't know if there will be enough uh, uh, to also start injecting like uh, uh, high-risk people, all, uh, elderly people, people in, uh, in, uh, in, in retirement homes and so on. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's a low number. Ultimately, uh, Luxembourg will get hold of a million doses, and that's obviously more than enough to, uh, to, in, uh, to inoculate everybody. But that includes a number of vaccines that haven't even been approved yet. Right. So uh, there's no clarity on the, on the timeline of when those, uh, when those drugs will be delivered. So what, what is the story with the vaccines and the delivery dates for them? Because there, there have been sort of conflicting stories that I've read. Uh, some saying that the Luxembourg government have basically, they, they've bought uh, with the European Union, so they've got their sort of quota or their, That's right, yes. their amount of that. And then That's what this uh, 36,000 uh, injections are happening under. Right. And then there's other stories about other other countries buying their own supply to sort of top up that quota. And then uh, Bethel has since come out and said that's not the case. Uh, we what, put that what question the to Leonard this week because uh, she had a she had a weekly press conference on Tuesday. You have to go there. It's very uh, it's very cumbersome. Uh, you have to you know go on a train and, and, and be there because it's not streamed. And we said so. Which is bizarre in its own. Right. In its own way. <laughs> it's very bizarre. Yeah. Uh, and, and we said, so are you buying more of the vaccine? And she said, no, that's not allowed under the EU rules. And like, well, but Germany did it. And she said, yeah, but that's because the, uh, the, the medicine was developed in Germany. And we're like, well, that sounds kind of like an answer. And then we, when our reporter, Yannick, was back home, we said, well, Denmark has also bought more of it. Uh -huh. So that's not clear to us. And we're trying to find out what's happening there. Um, they said that they had been in touch with Pfizer, uh, Luxembourg has said that, mm -hmm. asked if they could get more and that they haven't, uh, haven't received an answer yet. So, these so well, you can't, but they've asked, but it's all very, it's all conflicting, it's all Sam, very strange. This is this, uh, the latest state of the information I have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's it's yeah it's not clear um, and we'll we'll continue to ask that question but it is a little bit uh, it is a little bit confusing yeah well as is the uh, decision to ease the rules and restrictions as of Sunday that's going to be discussed today right in Parliament uh, it is yes that's the other prong of uh, of, the, of the policy that I'm not quite clear about I mean all the other countries are, are tightening uh, are tightening their lockdowns because the numbers are still not looking good. Mm -hmm. 
somehow Luxembourg felt the urge to, to ease the rules a little bit. The numbers don't support it. On Tuesday, we had 281 new cases, mm-hmm. uh, which is far above the, the 150 level that scientists are saying, well, that's kind of starting to look a little bit safer. and You can probably ease, ease off on the rules a little bit. We're not there yet at all. Um, is that due to pressure from business or what? You would think. I don't know. I mean, I don't... Is it, it, it? It's not... I don't know. It's not pressure from the population as far as I can see. I mm-hmm. mean, people are sort of, you know, Getting not happy about it, but, you know, people do it. Um, so, yeah, that'd be another interesting thing uh, to, to, look, to look into. Um, and I guess not just the, you know, the, the Luxembourg population who were... Unha- unhappy with it. We've seen um, government ministers uh, in Saarland and the surrounding area unhappy with it as well. Yeah, that's that, that's obvious. Saarland was very unhappy about it uh, because of the cross-border uh, traffic, of course. Uh, scientists had, had said, don't do it. And then there was another report. I mean, that, that report about 150 cases a day came out on Monday, came out on, uh, on RTL. And then there was another report because he also published his weekly uh, wastewater figures. And there the scientists also said, well, the numbers are still, the, the prevalence of the virus is still way too high. You, you have to wait. Uh, it's not safe to, uh, to ease the rules now. So, so um, yeah, well, I guess wait and see because it's... Wait and see. We'll continue to ask these questions. And, um, yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, on the other hand, I can also see why it's difficult for a government because, you know, uh, you don't want to shut down the, sure. the, the, the country, in, you know, indefinitely. Sure. Um, but it's it's not uh, it's not very clearly communicated being communicated at the moment. Um, despite all that, the uh, greater confidence among Luxembourg shoppers uh, that is in December it says. Now uh, there were a lot of scenes and a lot of people unhappy with the uh, the scenes in various malls and, uh, and and things like that around December as people flooded to the shops to do their shopping. I wonder is that a is is that like a, a false number as people went to do their Christmas shopping? Is that a, a like a are people generally well, confident or did they just well, have to buy presents? It's a survey. It's based on what you ask people and people say, I'm more confident. So uh, I don't know if it's a false number. It may be that, mm-hmm. those, that those hopes won't, uh, you know, that they're false hopes. That could be, but it's, it's what people say. It's, it's interesting because I think December was a month that, you know, the vaccine started to being rolled out and, uh, and people maybe thought, uh, oh, it's, it's coming to an end uh, quite quickly. And that made them uh, more optimistic, perhaps. That's what happened. Um, and and now maybe uh, it'd be interesting to see what the consumer uh, sentiment is in January. You know, as the realization sinks in that maybe it's not going as fast as people had thought, and that uh, actually maybe another year of uh, of uh, of uh, of COVID. Uh, super. Who knows? Yeah, super. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, because also, if you look at the economic uh, economic forecast. It's not looking too bright. Uh, Luxembourg is doing a little bit better, I think, than other countries in Europe because uh, it's, a, it's a pretty resilient economy because of all the financial uh, players that you have here. But even here, the forecasts are... Uh, uh, some people will say we'll, we'll see good economic growth this year, but there's others who, who say that uh, the, the economy will just stagnate. So... Uh, Remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a text in. There is pressure from the population for schools to take it seriously, please, uh, says the text. That, 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 is a, that is a very good point, actually. Yeah, there is a lot of concern among parents uh, that, the, um, that the measures are going too quickly, that the, the easing is going too quickly in schools in particular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I met more of the shops and, uh, and, uh, and the restaurants. I don't hear that much grumbling about that. But schools, that's true. 
Uh, well, I hear plenty of rumbling from Horeska, actually, from people involved in that. Too, yeah. Uh, story, there's a story about Luxembourg's only port. The pandemic hits freight shipping at Luxembourg port. What's this about? Yes, well, I always like doing a story about Luxembourg's port because nobody knows that there is one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on the it's on the Moselle River, of course, in Mertert. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a sizable port. They have I, another fact I didn't know. They have twelve cargo cranes, uh, and last year they shipped uh, five million tons of cargo uh, uh, into the country or out of the country. Uh, a lot of it being fuel and steel. Um, they lost two to four billion euros in sales last year because Whoa. of COVID. So. Well, another fact about Luxembourg you didn't know, uh, uh, 10% drop uh, o- over the year until uh, until November. Cheaper. So uh, that, that, that's all I can say about it, but it was interesting to see that that's uh, impacting uh, the uh, Luxembourg economy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, twin challenges. There's obviously the pandemic. Brexit, though, is actually having an effect uh, as well. Brexit had an interesting story uh, on share trading uh, this week. It wasn't our story, it was an FT story, but I thought I'd cite it nevertheless. Because uh, on the first day after Brexit, remember that there is, there is, uh, there is obviously a deal with, with, uh, with Britain about Brexit, but financial services were excluded. So mm. in financial services, we're operating under a no-deal scenario. Um, <clears throat> and on the first day of, uh, of share trading, you saw... Uh, you saw an, a massive shift in trading from the UK to Europe. What people don't know is that a lot of share trading in European shares happens in London. So if you're an Amsterdam investor, you want to buy a Dutch stock, you may have to go to London, through London, which is great for London, not so good for, uh, for the continent. Uh, actually, 30% of all European sh- uh, share trading is happening in London. Um, and uh, six billion worth of that business shifted to Europe in one day. So, wow! Uh, 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 very abruptly and very unexpectedly. So I thought that was uh, it was in, worth noting. One one share trading platform said that they had seen ninety percent of their uh, European share trading shift to Europe. So wow, that's huge. I can imagine that some people in Europe are happy with that, and some people in London are not happy with I that. I imagine so. Yeah, uh, Arvion says uh, my two cents on the lockdown easing. What to do about uh, what is essentially a very limited easing of restrictions by keeping Horesca closed and not allowing household visits. It's still the main way of preventing indoor mixing. It's a fair point. Yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah, a fair point. Um, finally, I think you know it is the, the big global story. Um, I, I know we generally talk about local news, but uh, the massive story is the storming of the Capitol building in in Washington. It was a storming. Yes, yeah. I think it's a fairly neutral word you can use. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I definitely spent a few hours on Twitter looking what the hell was going on. Yeah. Um, I mean, just making sense of it. I mean, it's a story that continues to rumble. I think many people, even in the States, are still trying to sort of make sense of of what it is and what the ramifications of it are going to be. There was a certain group of people, conservative people, who would always play down criticism that what Trump was doing was dangerous because he's he's, he's flirting with... with, with autocratic elements in that society. And some people had always said, well, if you say that you don't understand America, our democracy has been uh, one of the most resilient in the world, or easily the most resilient in the world, which is true. Uh, And and we can easily withstand that, you know, this sort of American exceptionalism. um, uh, And I think I've often agreed with those people, uh, because look at where we were in the 18th century, you know, they had regular elections, four years, and we still had Napoleon to come and Hitler and Stalin. Mm -hmm. 
but uh, yeah, what happened? Uh, what happened was was obviously uh, was not good, and it was a sign that it, this this type of political rhetoric can lead to violence. It's dangerous. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I there was a, a further death actually announced this morning. Oh, really? There was a, a, yeah. a police officer who was injured, uh, succumbed to his injuries. So that's six people who died as a, yeah. uh, as a result was, of the whole thing. It was absolutely it's shocking. And, uh, and I think, uh, I hope it is an awakening for some of these uh, conservative vo forces in America that what they have been doing is is very dangerous. I wonder what the, you know, where this goes going forward, because I, I, I do think that it's probably a wake-up call to, to some conservative voices. Um, on the other hand, there, there were, you'd imagine there would have to be some serious punitive measures as a result of this in order to deter it happening again, because it kind of seemed like they sort of waltzed in and waltzed out at the end of it without many serious consequences for either the political figures involved or the actual... We, we, we will see. Uh, um, um, I mean, Trumpism is not going to go away in America, no. for sure not, because if once you've unleashed that and once the Republican Party sees how easy it is to win votes with that sort mm -hmm. of thing, it will come back. Uh, you just hope they find a way... Uh, they find a way to, to, to channel it in a, in, a, in a less aggressive and less violent way. What will happen on the Capitol? I've no idea. I read the push. I mean, the Capitol, when I was there, it's normally not an easy building to get into. Well, yeah, this <laughs> I, is, I well, you know, that. I've heard plenty of interviews with people who worked and used to work there and, you know, saying that just moving around the place was incredibly difficult. You know, just you'd flash IDs everywhere you went, that there were people screaming and shouting at you if you jaywalked, if you crossed the road yeah, improperly. Exactly, just... exactly. But then on the other hand, maybe that was also, there was also an aura of respect around it and the Capitol Police maybe wasn't the, because uh, it's a special police force sure. they have, uh, maybe it wasn't the most uh, sort of best prepared in, 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 in the city. I don't know. But it's obviously, I mean, there were people were sending around these photos on Twitter that said, uh, this is what the capital looked like during the Black Lives Matter. Sure, yeah. I mean, it was... Uh, uh, riots or, uh, or, or uh, demonstrations. And it was absolutely packed. The stairs were like absolutely packed with people who looked like soldiers or heavily armed uh, policemen mm -hmm. uh, at the very least. So um, it was a different approach then. And... Uh, yeah, it goes through the whole Black Lives Matters, uh, uh, Matter movement, and uh, yeah, some, it's a, some questions will be asked. I'm sure it's a, it's it's interesting this week actually because so many of the stories are just in development. You know, it's it's it, there's so yeah. much flux going on. There's uh, no often kind the first of, week of the year is quiet, but this year uh, this, this year it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't the case. <laughs> yeah, I did see somebody saying uh, right. We've had a we've had a week. We've we've enjoyed our seven day trial of 2021, but can we can we send it back? <laughs> can we go back? <laughs> Uh, Dowie, thank you so much. And remember, if you want to keep up to date with all of these developing stories, you can do so at uh, LuxTimes.edu. Uh, Dowie, have a cracking day. Thank you, sir. See you later. Our city, your music, your Luxembourg.